I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. G-I-G-G-S. No. Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? It's opinions. I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. And, of course, if you prefer your audio podcasts, then we do every show, this show and all the other shows that Ace Podcast Nation produces, available at the Sports Social Podcast Network. Check them out. Today's show brought to you by Heights Brain Care. Heights is the world's number one brain care brand. What is brain care? I hear you ask. Brain care is when you care for the brain. doesn't get much simpler than that. It means caring for something that has been caring for you secretly since the minute you were born, the brain. It's movement and it's all its actions, behaviours that set you up for life to live it on your term, terms. 
Good nutrition, switching off, sleeping deeply, moving your body, staying curious is where it begins. Good brain care habits affect more than your brain. They have knock-on effects and benefits in your life, well-being, mental health, and of course, physical. We want to show the people all the ways that they can practice good brain care and how they're already doing it. It isn't a one-off thing. Forming habits and routines which incorporate brain care is essential to help the brain thrive every single day. Heights Brain Care Supplement, uh, the smart supplements formula of 20 key vitamins and minerals, including vitamins D, C, B12, blueberry, and omega-3 targets everything from poor sleep to brain fog and stress, so you feel better every day. Go to heights, yourheights.com, start your brain care, brain care journey today, and guess what? You can use the code ACENATION, get 10% off your first subscription order, yourheights.com. Ace Nation, the code, get it done and get rid of that brain fog. But on we go. And uh, delighted as ever because we got lots to discuss this evening to be joined by ex Salford City and FC United winger, Mr. Rodri Giggs. How are you, mates? I bet. Sapping Yeah, it's, oh, up. it's hot, is what is happening. Yeah. So, um, it's when. Sweaty is not a word, mate. I am moist. Um, so you were supposed to be abroad, mate, at a, yeah. at a wedding, and uh, you're not. Yeah, should be in Marbella right now, but I mean, so that 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 foot is like uh, it's missing golf, yeah. weddings, yeah, all sorts. Yeah, Brutal, mate. Yeah, got to stop these charity football games, mate. I think it's time. It's time for retirement. Got to mm. go into the golfing. Golfing sunset, possibly. Might go to the senior tour, possibly. Well, what you could do is what a, a certain Gareth Bale does: is put, you know, got to put things in order, haven't you? And uh, golf and your football club and stuff yeah. like this. Yeah. Uh, unless, of course, your football club changes to somewhere closer to home. Well, it's not. It's, it's easier, isn't it? Football club, it is for charity, so you know, <laughs> it's not for nothing. No, I know. So, um, obviously, I was uh, playing, but uh, there's. The Gareth Bale uh, rumour has been going on for feels like months now. Rumour, probably listen to this every every week and say, yeah, Roger was right, caught Cardiff, can't see anything but... <laughs> Affecting the, uh, the the party power betting odds. The um, But in fairness, he was at the Cardiff City training ground yesterday and like I got told on, I think it was Sunday night or Monday night, that it was pretty nailed on and... Um, I had no reason to not believe the person, the well, two people who told me they were kind of, you know, they would probably have an idea. And um, it's funny because um, way back in the Euros, like this is how long it's been rumoured, like way back in the Euros, I asked them, Gilo about it. And he said, you know, no chance. There's no way he'll go to Cardiff. He's, you know, he's, he's too good for that level and stuff like that. But things do change. And... It makes sense, and uh, it, look, it looks like it's happening. It's a cracking signing for... Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. No, nothing has changed, I don't no, think. And it, I said it, that at the it's time. His home, but... it's, his home, it's his hometown. He's got a World Cup with, with Wales. And it's just, it's just you know, he's, he's coming to the end of his career. He, he's, he's in the position now where, you know what, I'm going to choose where, where I'm going to play. And I'm going to be happy and we'll do it, make sure I'm, my family are happy. And where's better than home? So exactly it's just that, a mate. no-brainer, absolute no-brainer. 
When the he thing is, Getafe, when he had the Catapi thing, I thought, oh, maybe then, because it's in Madrid, it's next to Madrid, and he won't have to leave home. But then when he can't botch that, yeah, Cardiff all day. The thing is, mate, as well, right, is, um, like, I've seen a lot of people saying, uh, you know, because, like, same as when Bellamy came, you get a lot of jealousy from, from other football clubs who would love to sign a player that, at that level, and they're kind of giving it, you know, how are they going to pay his wages? But, like, ultimately, the guy's been on 26 million a year for the last five years on wages alone. He, might, he doesn't need money. He could play for free if he wanted to. Yeah, I know, but listen, listen, let me just, just rewind a bit. Yeah. Even though you're saying he won't be getting big money, he still be getting something like twenty or forty or fifty thousand pounds a week. So, because he'll be in, in, he'll be involved with the, the shirt sales and all the merchandise that involved with exactly Cardiff. That. That's how they can. So, you know, let, let's not feel sorry for him. We'll still be getting yeah. a good chunk, a of lot change. of money. Um, uh, so, Cardiff got a tight budget this year on wages of twelve grand a year, uh, twelve grand a week. 12 grand a year, 12 grand a week, right? 12 grand a week, but I would imagine they, you know, they could probably stretch to like 20 for him. Wait, wait and then they've got a wage bill of 12 grand a week for per player, supposedly. All oh, right, all oh, right, all right, yeah. So, like, uh, I do wonder, I think I said this to you a couple of weeks back, I do wonder if the reason why we've predominantly signed young players and lower league players on pretty much nothing free transfers. Is with the idea that they're going to bring in Bale and Ramsey on loan, so they're going to need a bit of additional wages. Um, my only worry with that, from from a from a Cardiff fan point of view, is Gareth Bale's not going to play every single game, so he cannot do it on his own. So you have to have players who can step in because he's likely to only play one game well, a week. For instance, gonna, yeah, one game a week that'll be it. Um, and that's if you know that's if he stays fit all season. Same, I would say with Ramsey. I think if he comes in, it looks like that might be a loan deal if that happens. Um, although there was a thing last week, which was um, a lot of the Italian journalists were saying that uh, Juventus had offered to pay him off like three million and release him from his contract completely. But he's got another. I think he's got another year on his contract, and he gets paid like I think about eighteen million a year. So would he accept a three million payoff when he can just stay there for a? A year and get it eighteen. I don't know. I don't know. You know. Yeah, no you say it's it, you know how much money these blokes want. A short career. He's not played a exactly lot. Exactly that. You'd want to play, wouldn't you? Get three million in one but one lump sum and then come and play for twenty grand a week or whatever. I'm and pretty sure you can negotiate that a bit, bit, bit higher yeah. up. And you know exactly that because they obviously want. They obviously do want to release him in some form because they yeah. he's not part of their plans. Um. So all of that aside, if Cardiff City signed the two of them for next season. Um, how big of an impact do you think they can have on the pitch? Oh, ma- massive, because they're, they're, they're far superior uh, uh, players at that level. So, yes, but it'd be still difficult, no doubt. But, yeah, it just can you put the added pieces around them to, to make sure they're, they're a good team? Because, you know, yes, they're great players, but two players don't necessarily make a yeah. team. So, You've got a good quality around it. Well, I you could use United as a bit of an example of that last year. You had Ronaldo yeah. who scored a lot of goals, yeah. but they just couldn't get it going around him. And you're talking the no, no point you're scoring loads of goals if you're conceding loads of goals. And, yeah, like, exactly that. Running midfield, or yeah, so the, I mean, you got to have some kind of balance. But I'm pretty sure 
you know they've got a they've got a, a plan and we'll see how it works out yeah i like a lot of the players they've signed um you know it's like a good mix of players in the lower league who've done well who deserve their opportunity and then players who've been released by premier league clubs or you know, young players, they've got something to prove. And also, like Craig makes a good point there, I think it was Craig, um, you know, for these players, these young players, if you get to train with Gareth Bale and, and, and Ramsey and people like this on, on a daily basis, there's only going to make you a better footballer if you've got the right attitude, isn't it? It's the benefits of playing with players of that quality at the end of the oh, day. Oh, yeah, 100%. Sorry, I've taken my boot off, so I put it on mute. Because I didn't want uh, the sound, but the yeah, sounds. yeah, hundred percent. It's um, it can only help, especially young players. The experience again, see that with some of the young players for Wales that have gained the experience through playing players like that. So yeah, it can only 100%. be good. But like I say, you don't want to be getting a trouncing every night, every week. So they have to get a good balance. Or you know, Gareth won't be won't be happy. Won't be staying there long if they're getting beat every week or down at the bottom. So. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of pressure, but good pressure to have. Yeah, and the, the revenue that they bring in from shirt sales, yeah. I mentioned. Shirt but also, sales, um, the crowds, the crowds, yeah. the crowds were poor last year at Cardiff, really, on the whole. Um, and I think oh, straight away... You, you see full crowd, full attendance every week. 100%. Because the kids wanted to go to see Bale's parents taking them, so... Yeah, and, and yeah, especially if they, if they have a good start and they're up there. Well, I remember the anticipation of Bellamy making his debut. Um, Don't just me, but Gareth Bale is like one five champion. Of course, league. exactly that, mate. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's what I was going to say. And like Bale is like a, just another level on top of that. So yeah. the anticipation and, and like you could see it on like social media and stuff now already. You know, even like the non Cardiff accounts on Twitter are already like you know, bigging it up and, and, and uh, kind of talking about it constantly because it's, it's a big story. Um, and I think as much of criticism as the board has taken, if they pull off, you know, Bale and then potentially Ramsey on, on loan, you've got to give them credit for that because I think that wasn't, um, it's not unexpected, you know, they could have probably gone to most places and got a lot more money and, and on this. So they've sold them on something, whatever it may be. Um, but we'll see. Obviously, to be confirmed, um, heard a few things, but we'll see. We'll wait and see. But um, the other big news, mate, from uh, Welsh football this week was something that we touched on a bit last week um, and kind of a potential problem or distraction that could have been later in the year, if um, depending on how your brother's trial goes and stuff like that. Um, but he did stand down. Um, I've had loads and loads of questions about this. So... First of all, the men, a couple of a couple of people asked said to what they wanted to know what kind of got an insight into him in terms of what his opinion is of Wales. As in, has he stood down to protect his own image, or has he stood down because he thinks that's the best thing for the Welsh football, like for the, for Welsh national team? Protect his image, what do you mean? Well, pretend like if he so. Obviously, he's got a contract, haven't he? And yeah. if if he, you know, whatever trial falls through, he gets a not guilty. Whatever happens, happens. But it results in him being able to resume that contract. It could have been an issue because he would have obviously going into the World Cup, you'd have had a bit of a 
uh, what's the word, like a disagreement over who should be the manager and, and things like that, because they both got a contract for it. I know you said before, um, the only, uh, like the, uh, the Welsh job was important to him and big for him. Um, you know, and he was proud to be the way, would have been proud to be the Welsh manager and stuff like that. Yeah, what was your reaction when you seen that he had resigned? Uh, probably the best thing to do, really, isn't it? Uh, mm. uh, is that me crackling on you? Uh, oh, that's you. Uh, um, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg... This is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Best thing to do, you know, it's the best thing all around to do, so... It's, um, you probably didn't want to do it, wouldn't want to do it. You know, people who don't like doing things they don't want to do, don't necessarily do yeah. it, and they wouldn't want to do it, wouldn't want to do it. But in a no win situation, really, if he, if he, if he stays on, he collects the money and, and stays on and, and, and gets through it, and he's like you say, they've got a situation which is distraction, which you wouldn't want, and then so. He's, he's just done the right thing, but he wouldn't, wouldn't have wanted to do it, but he's something he, he would have had to do. Were you surprised that it came when it, like, that it came now and, and didn't come before or later? Like, or did you think the timing's right now because, who, who, because who, they've who, qualified? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Like I'd, I'd like to think the Welsh FA have been in fairly regular contact with him in terms of, like, you know what what will happen in certain situations and stuff but who knows it's um like a lot of a couple of people in the chat saying like uh Geraint says um he did the honorable thing not to come back and steal pages thunder um he may and will says he might get his chance in the future you never know it's kind of i don't know it's a weird one yeah, it's, because it's, it's, it's a difficult situation because all these 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 young players now that they're performing you know, he's brought them in and and given that experience, and and now that Robert Page is reaping the rewards, but still, you still got to you put the players out, do what he's done in the last two years or year and a half, whatever it is, and yeah, it'd be a travesty to, for for Robert Page not to take Wales now to to the World Cup because of, of the hard work he's done, but the groundwork was all set by him and. People seem to forget that, but you know, yeah. that's the position he's put himself in and the position he's in. So you just got to grim and bear it. Yeah, but I people think do, but people do forget that all the young players that you know they blooded through that now that uh, that a season like Ampadu, you know, they took take players like that who are you know first name on the sheet now, and experienced, strong international players, and that Robert Page is reaping awards now. Hundred percent. It's um, and I, I find it like that fascinating. I seen a Facebook post yesterday. Someone had, um, I think it was on the Cardiff City group, 
um, they said about like in you know his statement and he'd quit and just all these people like slagging him off and look I get it I get it why people would you know it always slag goes him off. back to his, his playing career that people it sticks in people's craw I think that you know yeah the friendly and sixty odd games for Wales yeah he played a thousand games for Man United so yeah yeah which is right so, which is yeah right, it'd be, so. like you said he's, he has uh, it's been brought on by his you know his own actions at the end of the day and since certain situations but also he came into that Wales job wasn't maybe the the first choice for a lot of people but then when he first started I felt like he almost tried to stick with what Chris Coleman had done before him and he kind of you know he stuck with like your Hal Robson Carnews and these guys who were coming to the end of their career it didn't quite go to plan for him but what he then did is he brought in the young players and did play the way he wanted to play the system he wanted to play and the way he wanted to play. And he's, like you said, he set, you know, he set it up so that when he did leave for whatever reason and Robert Page stepped in, you know, I know there was some people who criticised Robert Page a little bit within the, in, in the Euros tournament, but because of the groundwork that had been set, Wales was still able to, you know, give a, a pretty good account of themselves in that tournament. And then since then, they've been able to build on that. So regardless of what you think of him, Personally, and I don't mean you, I mean other, you know, Wales fans or whatever. You've got to kind of suck it up and give him the credit that he deserves. Whatever else happens in so, the future so now is going to... Yeah, you, you don't really get that on social media, though, do you? No, so, no, no, you don't get a balance yeah, view, do you? Just, you just got to understand what platform you're on. And just yeah. Yeah, you know, no, it's a geezer with a profile. It's not his face on there. Some weird name. So, yeah, you, you just got to... But, you know, like I say, sometimes... You put yourself in that position, and we'll, we'll wait and see if he has or not. But it's not a good position to be in. But we'll see in the next few months how it pans out. It, it, and like Craig has said, yeah. Now I'm going to put it up on the screen because it kind of uh, is in line with what we were saying. He said it's strange that Speed, Coleman, Toshak, they all get the credit, but never gigs. All have had a major part, including Brian Flynn and of course Robert Page in building that, that transformation of Welsh football, which started with John Toshak, and every manager since has had to take that on a, a, another level in their own way. And that includes Ryan. Like, he had to bring in the likes of Ampadu and these to, to go alongside the players that Toshak had brought in to start with, who would, who would then, you know, the likes of Bale and, and this. Like, people forget John Toshak, and I know, like, people forget, and I'm I'm guilty of this, I'm doing a show next Tuesday with Lawrence Mora um, about the transformation of Welsh football. And I said from uh, the transformation of Welsh football from Gary Speed to the World Cup. Well, actually, when I thought about it afterwards, I was like, no, I started with John Toshak because he went and said, right, I'm not going to care about the results. I'm going to put these basically the majority of the 21s into the first team and we're going to build for 10 years time. And that's now. But even I forgot that. And I think you have to give credit where it's due, regardless of what you think of certain things off the pitch, basically, isn't it? No, it or it even it always, it always sticks in people's corner that he didn't play enough for retired. Yeah. Retired earlier than he should have, really, for Wales. He should never, in my mind, I would have never retired from the country just when he stopped getting picked and he stopped playing. Mm. But. He obviously was under pressure to do what he did and did it. But also, 
would he have retired? Uh, would he have churned up more? Would he have retired as early as he did if he had the quality of players which are there now around him? No, no. But then, no, we, I, yeah, no, he had because, some good players. No, around no, him. because when you, when you get when you're used to winning, and then every time you go somewhere, you're getting beat, and for like ten years, and you're coming away thinking, you know, all that travelling, all the stuff becomes a, a pain. But if you're winning. All that stuff's irrelevant, you know, because you, you're coming away happy, you, you've got a good feeling, you're in the Euros, you're in the World Cup. They're not qualifying for any World Cup, you're not getting anywhere near the Euros. And uh, when he's going home, he's winning every week and winning trophy after trophy after trophy after trophy. So what do you want to do? do I... And then probably the managers put pressure on him, listen, we need you, but you can't be doing this, at, you know, you're at a certain age now. And he'd crumble to that. No doubt about it. And then just retired. So, yeah. It's very difficult when you've got a, a manager who's has been, who was success, as successful as Fergie, but not just from football in point of view, but the, the relationship which they would have had away from football as well. Like he was yeah. like a, a very influential figure on him. And, and I would imagine advised him a lot over the years on different things and stuff like that. So, of course, he's going to listen to him if he says, you know, skip this game. It's a friendly. You, we've got a big game next week against so-and-so in the Champions League. It's, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it is what it is. Um, a couple of comments. Owen says he thinks Giggs might get another chance to manage Wales later down uh, the line if he wants it. Uh, Craig says, you know, if Robert Page keeps doing well and then gets a job in the Premier League, Maybe gigs, but maybe yeah, if, if, that, if, back, that, if, if that happens, then yeah, but I, I, I really can't see him going back there. No, I think to be honest, I think it's more likely he moves on now to sort of, yeah, the Premier League and maybe the United job ultimately in the long term, well, depending on we have to see what happens yeah. in a couple of months. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, I think it's, that's been moved again, I think, haven't it? Um, but yeah, obviously the, the outcome on that will be dependent, I suppose, on where things go. Um, uh, we'll stick with the, the championship for a second. Uh, the kind of the fixtures come out. Middlesbrough kick off the season uh, on live on Sky. We've got uh, Vincent Company taking charge of Burnley, which is going to be a really... Um, that's a good, really fascinating one for me because I'm just not quite sure how that's going to go because, like I think you said last week, he hasn't got a group, any experience at that level. So, championship is different, isn't it, to any other league, I think. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. You know, Saturday, Tuesday or Saturday, Wednesday, every week, uh, high-speed games, good good quality, but just not the the world the world-class players that you see in the Premier League. But very good players, um, and it's a difficult league. There's a lot of teams in there, and you play a lot of games. So, but it's good. It's important to get a good start. Uh, you get a good start, and also you you have a good season. But you get a bad bad start, then then it's a uh, you're up against the eight ball early on, and it's it's difficult. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be interesting where they uh, go. Craig just said, um, so Pope was signed for Newcastle today, Nick Pope. And uh, apparently Bellamy was coaching at Burnley, which I think we predicted, didn't we, last week, that yeah. Bellamy would be involved because he, he had done some stuff with him at Belgium. So I don't... It's going to be really interesting because obviously Bellamy has got some championship experience as well. 
So that kind of makes sense. Um, who got relegated in total? Remind me. It was, uh, what was it? Watford. Uh, Derby, Barnsley and Peterborough. No, no, who, who got relegated from the Premier League? It was oh, right. Bur- Norwich, Burnley. Norwich, Burnley and Watford. Was it Watford? Yeah. Watford, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's some going to be some big players in there, but it will be interesting to see kind of you know which players stay with their clubs, which players go, um, because obviously uh, I see uh, Middlesbrough have signed Ryan Giles on a season-long loan. That is a phenomenal sign-in for them. Um, <clears throat> 22 years old, played at Cardiff for the first half of last year. Um, think that's a really good sign-in for Middlesbrough. Sadio Mane has left Liverpool, signed for Bayern Munich. Made me chuckle because two weeks ago, he was one of the best players in the world, according to Premier League social media. And now he's overrated and we can release him. Yeah, we don't need him. Very uh, fickle, as always. But were you surprised to see him go, considering they've been quite successful? Or do you think... Um, no, because he's 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 wanting to leave uh, for a while now. Um, but and then, then again, I'm surprised did someone leave a winning team like that? You get into finals, so when I think about it like that, but then you're going to Bayern Munich, you're going to be winning leagues, you're going to be going to finals, you're going to be competing. So just some players need it. Need what want a new challenge, a new new change of scenery. I understand that because that's what I I would have been like. I wouldn't want to stay somewhere for my whole career. I would want to travel and go different places and, and see different things. But everyone's different. Everyone's different. So, yeah, look, I think I'm the same. I like. I think it's such a short career, and with the money that's involved in football these days, like you know, you can go and play in one of the top leagues and get paid decently. So, learn a like, why? Language. Yeah, different why wouldn't you want to go and learn a yeah, different language, so. see a different city? I do yeah. get that completely. Um, do you think they need to sign anyone to replace him, or do you think the boy they signed in uh, January? I, I think his name. I think they've, they've brought him in to, to replace him, knowing that Sadio was, was on his way out and um, Sadio Mane was on his way out. But it's still a loss because you know when when they had the multiple players, you've got you've got some, someone to come off the bench. But Mane does a lot of legwork, a lot, a lot of legwork. It won't be the same as that with without him for Salah. I guarantee you that. Because he's a big part of their, their team, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I think he he's the he's the one who out of the front three who does the work, the leg work, and he and the the work rate. You know, like Salah will do a little bit, but nowhere near the the level of Mane. No. Salah so, does little five yard, ten yard runs, but mm. little five or ten yard. He's not a he's not a yeah he's not a a major workhorse like Mane is. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting how he does. Um, no movement from your boys yet, but it does seem as if it's kind of all in place um, for a couple of sign-ins and stuff like this. But we, you know, it's never ending. And oh, that's what I was going to ask you. So uh, Richard Arnold, um, who's I think is Ed is Ed Woodward's replacement. Yeah. Um, he because they've signed though, and there was uh, some rumblings of a protest, and they were going to turn up at his house, but they went yeah. to the pub first. Uh, he got wind of it and went to the pub to meet the people who were going to do this protest. Had a couple of pints, 
bought more drinks and talked to them quite openly like a normal human being instead of the PR spiel. spiel. Um, and they filmed him in secret, which I thought, you know, you got to expect that, I suppose, in social media era. But I thought it was a bit disingenuous considering he was giving him the time and he was acting like a human being, I guess. But what did you make of kind of the gist of the conversation and the way he was? Were you surprised? Were you, I don't know, what did you make of it? It's just all a bit, you know, this is Manchester United and we're seeing this kind of stuff happen. Um, this is where we're at. Yeah, this is where we're at. But, uh, um, I'm a surprised. No, you know, he's probably, he's not an idiot. Probably knows the people are filming and, and, and recording it. Um, if he didn't, then he is an idiot. Um, yeah. But, no, I think he, he, he seems to have said most of the right things. It's just getting on side now. That's all it is. It's getting the right, on the right side. Because if you get on the wrong side, the fans, um, they'll let you know, they'll let you know about it. And so the protest, they obviously don't like the protest that's going on. It's a distraction and all the rest of it. So, but again, we'll just wait and see. They're aggling with De Jong by the sounds of it over a couple of mil or five, ten million. Why, why don't they take eleven million? They're going to take out the club, and, and there, there's your ten, eleven million. But that's not going to happen. So. Yeah, it's you know it does feel like that. it needs to get done quick, but because these protests they're going to come thick and fast. It's only going to get stronger, bigger and stronger until these people are out. Mm. It's um, they always seem to be haggling over like a yeah, couple yeah. of million or yeah. a couple of grand wages, and then well, that's at the end. Thinking, you know, Barcelona and money problems. Let's just hold yeah. out. It's getting cheaper. Playing hardball. You know, this is Barcelona. They probably just have to go, go and do one. Mm. And they're under pressure now because they need a player like Bjong. So, yeah. It's, um, I saw that um, it looked like a couple of days ago that Ericsson was starting to maybe didn't want to leave London. However, there was a story, I did see a couple of stories today that said that basically Tottenham have pulled out of the running for him for signing him. So I think that sways it more heavily towards United, if it's true. Because yeah, I don't think if he wanted other, to stay at Brentford, he would have clubs, done it. There's other clubs in London, mate. West Ham. Um, there's other clubs in London. Um, I've seen other teams after him, but I can't see him. If that's if that's true, and his family wants to stay in London, I can't see him leaving. Yeah, I guess like if say if you take Tottenham out of it, who are obviously in the Champions League, if he's going to go to West Ham, for instance, why wouldn't you just stay at Brentford? I guess, well, like West Ham are a better team and, and uh, are in Europe. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess. But um, I think if he was going to stay go stay at Brentford, he would have done it. So yeah. he's obviously got that in he mind. He was by far Brentford's best player when I watched him in the season at Old Trafford. Well, yeah, you said he... Far. You thought he was the best mid central best midfielder that you saw all season. Best on the pitch, yeah. It'd be interesting where he goes. I'm He's one that I've definitely got an eye on. Um <laughs> So today, the FIFA rankings got um, released or like updated or whatever you want to say. Um, I got to ask you about this, right? So for our Wales's World World Cup group, England the fifth, um, USA a fourteenth best football team in the world, uh, Wales a nineteenth, and then Iran are twenty third. Okay, so I haven't really got a complaint with Wales's position necessarily. What I find weird is that USA is so high, but 
um, from what I've read, is obviously you get certain like points and stuff for victories and who you. But they play obviously teams which there's I think I forget which team it is now, but there's a team in there within their group every year um, who they beat between seven and ten nil every year every game. Okay. So obviously they I think so I think from what I can gather they you know there's a couple of hard games and then the rest of them are kind of whipping boys. So should that count for the same amount of points as Wales who play have been sort of marked, if you like, for playing Holland and, and Poland uh, Poland and teams like their Belgium and stuff like that. It just doesn't sit right to me if you're doing rankings because I don't know. It's, it's just strange. Yeah, it's to not, this Nation League is, is glorified friendlies. It's just getting prepared for... You can see this with the results that, you know, England getting beat off wrongly 4-0 at home. Come on. Players are knackered. They've played 60-odd games. It's the end of the season. It's just bollocks. It's just, yeah, the games are poor and then they've got to play four four games in like two weeks or 12 days when they've just played 60-odd games end of the season it's just uh poor timing and you've, you obviously see the results they're all over the show um should wales be put with belgium and holland these are the teams you want to be playing against for when you come against them in the euros and the world cup you've got experience course, yeah. against them belgium we play we always seem to play belgium but holland it's all good experience no one really gives a shit about this nation league so you get relegated possibly We've still got a couple of games left. We can beat Poland at home, and then we can beat get get another result somewhere else. Well, it's not over, but yeah, it's, it's not. My, it's not. It's not a major issue. These, these nation leagues. I don't even pay any attention to it, to be honest. No, I don't. I don't care about the nations league. But my my thing was more the ranking, like the actual FIFA ranking, simply because mate, where, mate, where you, you are you in know, the rankings. You know, yeah, but you know as well as I do these rankings. Who's making these rankings? Like who's putting? These rankings in in the same as UFC, these pound for pound fighters, same with boxing. What? He's pound for pound best fighter. No, he's not. But it's some square doing it. So who's doing these? Who's doing these rankings? So you just don't, you don't really take much notice to them. You know, I bet England are probably second or third or something like that. Um, so, what were they? Fifth. Yeah. So um, mind, mind you, to be honest, fifth is probably about round about there, about right. Even third, fourth, fifth, but. You know, because they've, they've got, to be fair, to the Euros and final and the done in the World Cup. So, But, yeah, these rankings, who's doing the rankings? First yes. Give me names. Some square in FIFA. Give me a favour. Do you know... Going, the, off, um... going, off, going off logistics, not logistics, what's it called? Uh, Moneyball. <clears throat> what's it called? What's um, the word I'm looking for? Statistics. Not statistics. No. no. Someone, someone come in with a, the, the word I'm looking for. It's off the film, Moneyball. <clears throat> I'm sure someone will tell us that. Yeah. So have a look. It's not yeah. So I got a, a few mates, friends in uh, America. The Americans are super, super confident about the World Cup. They think they're going to win the group and because they <laughs> do so well in these group, you know, in the qualifying and stuff. And I'm just like... Yeah, they say that they're not experienced playing against European sides. They're playing against um, teams that, that, that players who play in the MLS. It's different when they come over and play. Don't get me wrong; they'll be competitive, they'll be strong, they'll be fit. But no, I still fancy Wales. I still fancy England to, to come out of that group. But USA, you can't. You can't write them off. Of, yeah, you, no, 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 definitely not. 
and, I think and it's you know, a very if you win, if you win game. that game and you and you win that game and then you win a round, then you, you can rest a few players and play whoever you want against England. It doesn't really matter. Hundred percent, and and that's what you want to do in these tournaments. You don't want to be playing your full side every three games because when you come to the knockout, they're knackered. Spot on, mate. Um, I was trying to think who uh, who the American like star players are, like who's their sort of big names, if you like. Pulis Polisek is well, isn't he? Um, he plays for the American. Um... Polisic, yeah. Who's I'm gonna to have to look right? and that's what I mean. I, I don't know. I bet you that as I bring this up now, I bet you the majority of their star players are based in Europe. Um, so you've got Christian Pulsic, Giovanni Reina, um, and then there's a lot of MLS players. Jeez, um, and then of course you've got some which some players which are based in like the the Dutch leagues and stuff like this. So, yeah, I mean, they will be, um, I think they will be a lot better than what people think. Like people think America or MLS, but actually a lot of their strongest players, you know, they play in Holland and, and, and all over Europe. So, I mean, if anyone in whether Wales or England thinks that they're going to be, you know, they're going to be easy to beat. Excuse bless me. you, mate. Anyone who thinks the Americans will be easy to beat will be in for shock. However, I analytics, don't... Analytics. 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 Yeah, really. come on. Sorry. No, but I think anyone who thinks the USA are not going to be right up there competing with Wales and England to get out of that group, I think you are massively oh, misjudging. Yeah. Well, they'll, be, they'll be definitely eyeing the Wales game. So England will be a, will be a struggle, even though they still think that they can maybe get a result. But yeah, they're behind the Wales game. If we win, because Iran will probably be the whipping boys. I'm not thinking. So, but uh, they're only a couple of places below us in the rankings, mate. Yeah, but, but it, I, yeah, but the quality is, you know, yeah. the quality of football. I still think we, we, we should be beating them. Absolutely, mate. I would imagine that Iran. Um, Where are USA in the rankings? For that's what I was saying. That so USA are fourteenth best team in the world, five places above Wales. When have you ever seen USA get to a major tournament? When was the last time you even got to a major tournament? Yeah, you can't. If you think, got to think about it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't come to you straight away. Like, obviously, they qualified. They hosted it, didn't they? They won. Yeah, so they were. Right, yeah. I'm trying to think. They haven't. They haven't been in it for a while. Um, Exactly. How? How? Right, you are. They haven't qualified since um, 2014. So from 1990 all the way to 2014, they were in every World Cup. And then from then... I fancy Poland, Denmark, Belgium, Holland, uh, all to beat them. Uh, Who else is there? Minnows. Probably on the par with Finland or something like that. Mm. Norway. Um, Mind you, Norway got Haaland, aren't they? Yeah. There's um there's there's players every team's got like one or two haven't they who's probably decent yeah or... it'd, be, it's, it'd be interesting this World Cup because you know then you can see oh, the I saw bits. um sorry mate to interrupt you then well, I saw a few um a paper I can't forget which paper it was it was like the Independent or something like that it might have been um they did like a little box table of um like favourite uh, potential you know whipping boys or whatever and then 
Uh, a lot of people have got Wales as a potential team which can go on a bit of a run and and get quite far into the tournament. But I class our group as one of the toughest groups there. So I think... I just think um, the main thing we've got to concentrate on is winning those first two games. Don't think past that because we have got a really hard group uh, and people are looking past it already. So, yeah, it's going to be tough, mate. It's got to be tough. Um, but the, sort of, So we come to the conclusion the FIFA rankings are absolute dross. Um, is Nick Pope a good sign-in for Newcastle? Yes. And why in well, 2022 probably, probably you know if, if we're going off keepers ability um goalkeeping ability should be england's number one he's uh he's had a he's been at burnley where he struggle every year the only question mark you've got against him against if he's playing for a, a better side that he won't be called upon much and then is his concentration up to it when he is called upon so that's we'll just have to wait and see about that but you know he's he's in England's number two or number three or whatever so I think he's, he's their number two isn't he really because I think they take well, him and Tom Heaton don't they Tom Heaton's there as the experienced well, head oh well, Ramsdale yeah I forget him I don't know because I don't know how he's in the England squad yeah exactly <laughs> yeah get, get um, relegated three times but come on come to England and obviously, Hennessy might get some more game time at, at Burnley now, so which is a good thing for Wales. Yeah. Um, well, he's, well, he's never let Wales down. He's a good, very good keeper. Good, I like very him. Good keeper. I've always yeah. liked him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't like this thing of undisclosed fees, mate. I really it bugs me. It, and why? I don't know. How it just bugs me. Like I want to know how much Newcastle spent spent on him because they've got such money. I want to know yeah. if they overpaid or if they. It's things like that bug me. You need to get out. You need to oh, you know, out. when I say bug me, yeah, I'm not losing any sleep over it or anything right. like that. Yeah, and yes, you know, people do it, don't they, for some reason, I don't know why. Yeah, and well, then people just speculate and put out a number. And, yeah, and, and that that's becomes why gospel. Bunk. So, yeah. They are. Craig says it's 20 million. So, there we go. Yeah, you're 20 million. That's, the, that's what we'll go with. Twenty. I think 20 million is a fair price, actually, for an England international. He's what? He's not massively old, so I think twenty million is a good, fair price for him. But yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, let's have a look. My medical staff um, are facing a trial around Mad Diego Maradona's death. Ah, uh, I read that. I've seen that. I mean, I listened to that on the radio before. So a judge has ordered culpable homicide trial after a medical panel found Maradona's treatment was rife with deficiencies and irregularities. Um, he died of a heart attack in November 2020, age 60. Uh, he had been recovering from surgery on a brain blood clot earlier that month. A few days after his death, Argentina prosecutors launched an investigation into the doctors and nurses involved in his care. Um he didn't stay out of uh, controversy during his life, and uh, he's still going strong. Um, Serious one, that. Well, that's what Michael. Jackson yeah, mate. Culpable homicide. That's a. Yeah. That's nothing. That's not like a you know like a civil suit or something brought by the family. That's um, well, culpable homicide. Isn't it? It's looking at it's as if someone's done something very bad. Um, we'll have to let's see how that plays out. Um, 
the crime can hold an, a, a sentence of 8 to 25 years in prison. So, I mean, yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, that's, uh, that's a big one. He, um, obviously a legend, didn't he? But, um, yeah. This, I don't know. I can't decide if it's almost fitting that he kind of, it just had so much controversy in his life that almost the controversy continues after he's passed away. Or if I just think it's a bit sad that he can't just be let, you know, laid to rest and whatever. But I don't know. Is what it is, I guess. Um, Derby County hosting Oxford United on the opening day. Wayne Rooney looks like he will be staying there. Um, at least they get to start the season on zero points this year. Do you see them going straight back up or do you see them struggling? Uh, it all depends what players they come back. You know, listen to Curtis Davis on the radio. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's listening to, to, to news on, on, on the Derby news every day. So he's not got a club. He wants to go back to Derby, but he doesn't know because he hasn't been off the contract. So it's all up in the air. I mean, they need to sort it out or they're going to be starting against the eight ball again with no players. So they need to get it fixed quickly. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be a really bad season for him. Wayne Rooney to get out of there if that's the case because yeah, Rooney's Rooney's reputation. Yeah, and at the moment, even though they went down, his reputation is excellent. Like his managerial reputation is probably for someone who's got relegated, it's it's gone the other way with him, hasn't it? And yep, I think 100%, 100%. Um, if they're not going to have a new owner who's going to be able to help them out now in the next you know week or two. That he probably does need to say, look, I've done my bit. I don't know where I stand. But I need to go. Um, I saw a thing on um, the BBC which said some of the con- the players who are still under contract have been told to seek legal advice um, over the employment law and stuff like that, and whether they can have their contracts ripped up because they don't know what you know where they stand and and all the controversy. Like they could end up, like you say, with no players again. Um, I think there's only five first team players who have got contracts for next season, while there's two others who have got options to extend existing deals. So you're talking seven first team players, potentially, if those ones extended their deal, and then kids, seven. That's just. Yeah, and obviously, players you can bring in, like I've just said, Curtis Davis, who knows all about free agent. These are the type of players you need to get in. But they've got oh, to do it, mate. They've got to get it in now because Curtis, like if I was Cardiff City, mate, I'd be looking at Curtis Davis trying to like get him in. I think he'd be a great signing. Mm. And clubs will start, you know, looking at these players. These players will then be like, oh, i got to play somewhere. You know, I want to hold on. But, and, you know, they can't, they can't hold on forever, mate, can they? Because then other clubs find someone else. So, they've got to be careful with it, at least. So, I don't know. It's um, it's going to be interesting. Um, he's done such a good job, but is it time to walk away is the question, I guess. We'll have to wait and see. Indeed, mate. Um, so, obviously, like we um, started the show talking about your foot, what's, uh, what's your plans now for the next couple of weeks? How's the recovery? Like, what's nothing, the recovery nothing, plan? Nothing, just just nothing. I can't really do anything. Just in the boot for the next two months. It is getting better, but it's just a slow process, this one. 
You know, could you um, could you like get like a buggy, and then like, yes. stand still, yes. take a golf yes. swing, and then yeah. get drive. So I could do that, but uh, I'm doing that next week. Actually, the first time we do that, just mates just messing with saying we can't do it at our golf club because there's a charity day, charity day there. So I don't know. I have to figure it out. But I'm on the on with you, so I'll figure it out to get back. But yeah, at least you can do that. Get out of the house then and, and yeah. play a bit of golf and it. But, um, yeah, it's just that's it. Just just waiting, ticking down the days. But when probably end of July, I'll probably be out okay. Be out of walk. Mm. but still I can walk but I'm, I'm, it's with a limp and it hurts yeah you don't want to do any more damage to it do you no no do is start all over again no um, on the derby thing mate uh, a couple of people put some comments in um, their first league game is in six weeks like and they've got at the moment f- five first team players yeah so uh, God, I don't blame him for that, mate. To be honest, he can't no, do anything. No, no, neither do I. But you know, you, if people who, who what, have a good season or hit the ground running, you're there. Six there now and yeah, six five weeks before. Cardiff picked up Derby's goalkeeper. Um, you know, there's other players who who, who could potentially be picked up. Um, Geraint says Mike Ashley is waiting in the wings for a cheap yeah, steal. No, but they don't see Right, Mike Ashley, did he do anything wrong with Newcastle other than be a bit stingy with money? No, that's it. So I see a lot of people like um, slagging him off and calling him a crook and that, but no one is able to tell me like what he like what he did. Um, and I'm not saying that you know there's not reason why people don't like him. I'm just I I'm, I'm not in the know on it, and I don't quite know what the like why why he's got such a bad reputation. Um, is it just that he was tight? Like I don't know, but yeah, he was he was like he was linked with Cardiff, which gave me palpitations because of everything. But it looks like he's uh, he's very interested. Is that if you search Mike Ashley now, he just comes up with loads of stories about Derby. And yeah. trying to ramp up his bid, so I mean, looks like he's going to get a nice low price. Um, so Craig says if he gets the price he's offering, they will get another point deduction. I oh, see. Rooney should get out of there, shouldn't he? Yeah, just I yeah. just be done with it, like yeah, because I can't see a way how he's able to move it forward with like a board in place and. He's either going to have a point deduction or not know who the owner is and have to play with kids. And yeah, it's unfortunate, unfortunate. But um, uh, yeah, someone tell me what, uh, why Mike Ashley, why no one likes him and why he's such a bad owner. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's the that's kind of the, the football roundup for the week. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, hoping that we can get some guests on as well. I was not able to sort one out in time for this week, but um, we'll see what we can uh, whip up next week. And uh, if you've got any questions, you've got about 30 seconds to do it. Okay, what are you up to now, there, mate? Yo, you watch Love Island, don't you? I'm starving. I'm going to make some food. I'm really hungry, so I'm going to cook some food. What's the Love Island update? Come on. Uh, I haven't watched it for a couple of days. Oof, gonna catch up now with some food. Right, as always, mate, appreciate your time. And um we'll speak to you soon. Nice one to everyone for watching. Later.
Social Podcast Network.